Tech Fighter Worldwide. It's the High Tech Podcast in plain English with an hour's worth of news in about 20 minutes. That's because we leave out the commercials, the station breaks, the sports, and most of the jingles. Podcast number 499 for the 26th of June, 2016. This week, you know, I think the program's going to be more than 20 minutes this week. Lots to talk about. TechSmith's Snagit, already the best screen capture program available, becomes even better. Updates to Adobe's Creative Cloud, large and small, make the suite of applications for creatives even more essential. In short circuits, if you're not familiar with the Maxthon browser, which is a product of China, you probably will be soon enough. Why would anyone want a wireless disk drive? Let's check that out. In spare parts only on the website, most programs today can create PDF documents, but going the other way could be a problem, and online service plans to change that. Verizon plans to improve its location-based technology I'll explain what that means in English. The weather company and IBM will soon make highly localized forecasts possible. And the Malwarebytes blog reveals a malicious app that can use your smartphone. Snagit version 12 was released in May of 2014, and the last upgrade to version 12 was in August of 2015. So it feels like a long wait for version 13, which was released on the 7th of June. Maybe not, though. Going backwards, version 11 was released in February 2012, 10 in May of 2010, 9 in June of 2008, 8 in January of 2006, and version 7 back in November 2003. So maybe it's more like the standard development cycle. In any event, version 13 seems to be well worth the wait. Anyone whose duties include documentation of any computer-based procedure or application should be using Snagit. Yes, you can use the Windows print screen function to grab a screenshot and then paste it into Paint. But then what? Snagit has the tools you need to capture exactly what's needed, with or without the cursor, and then highlight and annotate the image to call attention to the important information. None of that is new, and neither is the ability to customize Snagit. After all, users have been able to customize the program for years. But version 13 goes beyond what has been available. For example, one person might need to use the blur function frequently, while another might never use it. Snagit has so many tools that displaying all of them simultaneously makes for a crowded and confusing toolbar, so now users can remove tools they rarely use and position the tools that they use frequently where they can be reached quickly and easily. Although TechSmith also offers Camtasia for those who need to capture and edit complex on-screen videos, Snagit has a video capture option and has had one for several years. Now it's even more powerful because it's able to switch between recording the screen and the computer's webcam. If you create a video and would like to make it available where video players aren't available, you can use Snagit to create an animated GIF. There's no sound, of course, but the GIF will be far smaller than a video file. And yes, I said GIF, even though it's spelled G-I-F. There's been a long-going debate over how to pronounce it. 
The person who created it says it's GIF. So, GIF it is. Snagit's scroll capture function has been greatly improved. The automatic scroll capture didn't always work just right because it was dependent on communication between Snagit and whatever the underlying application was. In some cases, it didn't work at all. For example, on Google Maps. There's no scroll bar, and there's no way for Snagit to know how wide or long the section is that you want to capture. So, Snagit now has a panoramic capture function that lets you define an area on the screen and then scroll to capture. You'll see an example on the TechBiter Worldwide website of one of these wide scrolling images. Be sure to click the link and download it to see the full image. It is huge. Snagit has been one of my favorite programs since sometime in the previous century, and this new version makes it clear that that's not going to change. It's easy to assign keystrokes that will trigger specific types of captures. I have defined a standard capture, which can either be the full screen or a selected area. I use Control-Shift-P to bring that up. To start a panoramic process, it's Control-Alt-Shift-P. If I want the capture process to be delayed for five seconds, Control-Alt-Shift-D, and the video captures are initiated with Control-Shift-V. All of these are unique to my computer. You can set them up however you want on your computer. The developers have always managed to think far enough ahead that they always surprise me with features that are immediately obvious and essential once I see them, but still features that hadn't occurred to me as even being possible. I'm going to turn that around this time. The ability to switch between screen video capture and webcam is cool, but let me challenge the developers to find a way to capture both screen video and picture-in-picture picture from the webcam. Who knows, maybe they're already working on that for version 14. By the way, a few versions back, TechSmith introduced Snagit for the Mac. Mac users will find version 4 instead of version 14, and this reflects Snagit's heritage of being a Windows application at the beginning. I'll be looking at the Mac version, and you can expect to hear more about it on a future program. TechSmith positions Snagit as a tool for trainers, communicators, and marketers. That is a remarkably broad user base. Trainers and marketers have little in common, so making a program that satisfies both could be challenging. I think the company's been successful, though. Those who create corporate training and documentation materials can do far more than just provide a list of steps. With Snagit, they can describe and illustrate a process. For example, when you click the Foo button, this is what you can expect to see on the screen. That's a lot easier for people to understand than a paragraph that describes what happens after the user presses that Foo button. The new ability to create an animated GIF is being pitched to IT managers who frequently need to show users a process. A static image might not do a particular step justice, and a long-winded video will get lost in translation. Animated GIFs are very old technology, but Snagit gives them a new reason for being. For sales and marketing folks, Snagit provides a quick and easy way to provide snapshots of work in progress. Instead of explaining brochures, ads, and websites they're working on, designers can now provide illustrations that decision makers can use. And the webcam feature? Marketers can create on-demand follow-up videos in response to a pitch to help improve communication and close business faster. The bottom line for Snagit 13 5Cats, it pushes screen capture technology to a new level. 
Anyone who needs to share information about how something works, whether for documentation or sales or any other purpose, should take a look at Snagit. Snagit has been a must-have application since 1990 for anybody who needs to capture images on a computer screen. The latest version makes it even more important. You'll find additional details on the TechSmith website. And guess what? There's a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website. like just a few days ago that Adobe released updates to Lightroom and Adobe Camera Raw. Well, in fact, it was just last week that I described the improvements in those applications. But now it's time for updates that affect the entire Creative Cloud suite of applications. Let's take a look at what Creative Cloud subscribers started seeing on their computers this week. One enhancement that's been added across virtually the entire Creative Cloud suite is access to Adobe Stock from within each application. This can be a significant time saver for developers who use stock images. Until now, licensing an image required switching to a browser and connecting to the Adobe Stock site. Once on the site, the designer had to license the image and then download it. The workflow is now quite different. Access Adobe Stock from inside Designer or Photoshop or Illustrator then download a low-resolution comp file for each image that you're considering, or just license the image directly if you already know you want to use it. Place the comp image or the full image in your document. Make any modifications to it. I'll assume you're using the comp here, and you could, you know, you can do cropping, color adjustment, anything that you'd normally do to modify an image. When you're ready to license the image, a single click inside the application you're working on does everything. The image is downloaded, it replaces the comp image in the document, and any adjustments you made to the comp will be duplicated on the high-resolution image. In addition to the basic stock service, Adobe is introducing the premium collection of higher-quality stock content. While basic stock images can be licensed for $10 each, photos in the premium collection will be available for a la carte purchase and range from $100 to $500. Currently, about 100,000 images are available in the premium collection. Adobe Stock has 55 million images. A new feature called Content Aware Crop expands the Content Aware functionality. Although the new feature doesn't do anything that a user couldn't have done previously, it now is done more quickly and more efficiently. You'll see an image on the TechBiter Worldwide website. I started with an image that's crooked. The usual fix for an image like that is just rotating and cropping. When you rotate an image, it has to be cropped to avoid areas that are now blank. Or the user could leave the blank areas and then visit each of the four corners to apply content-aware fill to them. The new alternative is called content-aware crop. It requires just a single click, and then Photoshop automatically applies content-aware fill to each area. Three of the blank areas in the image that I selected were filled perfectly. The fourth, take a look at the upper left corner, is close enough that most people will never notice the little discrepancy that's there. And if it bothers you, 
you can go in and fix it yourself manually. So this is a good example of how product managers at Adobe work to understand what the user's goal would be. Clearly, if the user rotates an image and doesn't crop to eliminate blank areas, the next step will be content-aware fill. So why not offer to do that for the user automatically? If you're a designer, you'll be able to relate to this next situation. Let's say a client provides an image from 10 years ago and says that you have to create a new ad program that uses the same typefaces. Identifying those old typefaces can be a problem, particularly if you're not the person who created the original art. As you know, I always try to break new features, so I reached back a decade to find something that I had created using a grunge typeface. These are notoriously difficult for identification applications to work with, and I expected it to fail completely. So let's see what happened. Check out the TechBiter Worldwide website where you will see the mailing label side of a document. In addition to using the grunge typeface, I had placed it on a gray background. The file I loaded into Photoshop was a flattened PNG, so there were no clues about what the typeface is. As luck, or perhaps my own anal retentive nature would have it, I still have the original InDesign file from 2006, so I can easily find out what the typeface is. If I didn't have that, though, what would I do? Well, after opening the image in Photoshop, I selected Type and then Match Font. I was told to place the text I wanted to identify within a bounding box, and then Adobe's typeface matching technology took over. In this case, it identified 10 typefaces as possible matches, and it struck out. None of the typefaces identified as a possible match for the one I had. In fact, none of the identified faces is even close. But as I said, I set out to make this a test that the process would fail. The typeface is virtually unidentifiable by any automated process, and MatchFont is, after all, the initial release of this technology. It's a good proof of concept. Better things are coming. I wondered then, can a high-powered application such as WhatTheFont on MyFonts.com do any better? I uploaded the file there and spent nearly 15 minutes working my way through a series of questions about the document and the typeface, and when the process was complete, MyFonts offered five typefaces as possible matches. Only one was even remotely close. If you're looking for a relatively common serif or sans serif typeface, MatchFont from Adobe will probably help you. If not, you'll need to search the old-fashioned way. It's important to note that this is not a condemnation of the new technology. Adobe is skilled when it comes to establishing a roadmap for new applications and features. If you're trying to identify a more standard typeface, you'll get much better results from MatchFont, and you can expect future versions of the Creative Cloud applications to improve on version 1 of this utility. Oh, and for Photoshop users, big improvements to Liquify. Liquify is a Photoshop feature that can be used to make subtle modifications to a shape. Now, face-aware Liquify can recognize faces in a photograph. I started with an Adobe stock image. I downloaded just the low-resolution comp. Check it out on the TechBiter Worldwide website. After turning Liquify on, I hovered the mouse over the man's face. Liquify identified the face and suggested edit points. Hovering over the eyes or mouth also suggests edit points there. I wondered what would happen if the man had a shorter, rounder face. Then I moved his eyes closer together and made them larger. 
and I thought he should have more of a smile. The software makes uncommonly good selections about where the edit points should be, and it automatically applies some limits so that the changes are technically subtle. All of these updates became available to Adobe Creative Cloud members this week. Brian Lamkin, Executive Vice President and General Manager at Digital Media for Adobe, says developers had two goals for this version, saving our customers time and helping them jumpstart their creative engines. I think they've succeeded. The bottom line for Adobe Creative Cloud is still five cats, as the Creative Cloud developers push out additional surprising features. With every major release, as well as with ongoing feature updates that are pushed out whenever they're deemed ready for use, the Creative Cloud suite becomes more and more capable. You'll find additional details on the Adobe website and a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website. In short circuits, maybe the browser wars are about to heat up again. Firefox and Chrome have been the big two. Internet Explorer is being replaced by Edge. Safari is still available, but only on Macs. And then there is Maxthon. The China-based browser developer says that its new MX5 version, which will be released in July, will totally transform the browsing industry. There is perhaps a bit of hyperbole there. It's important to note that I have not seen the actual new version of the browser in action, but I have read materials and reviewed a video provided by Maxon. Developers say that rather than just browsing a restaurant's information online, people would like to be able to order easily. Apps have stepped in to provide that kind of service, but these apps take precious memory, particularly on smartphones. Maxon plans to incorporate these functions into the browser itself. That alone sounds like a challenging effort. Maxon will be opposed by developers of the apps that provide the services now, and they'll also have to find a way to work with millions of restaurants and other kinds of stores to provide the ability to place reservations or take orders. But it does seem like a worthwhile endeavor. Maxon says that most people prefer having services integrated into the browser instead of having to install extra apps, and that this is even more the case on mobile devices. Maxon currently claims more than 400 million users worldwide. It's a relatively new browser in the Americas, but Maxon has been in business for 13 years, and the browser has built-in ad block features. Remember when Internet Explorer had 95% of the market? At that time, Maxon gained 25% of the market share in China. It's a company and a browser that deserves to be given serious consideration. And you can do that starting next month. The new version of the Maxon browser will be released in July. And CEO Jeff Chen says that the MX5 users will be able to sync data, personal information, and browsing preferences across different desktop and mobile devices, regardless of operating system. The company develops only browsers and says 100 million people in 140 countries use the Maxon browser every month. Headquartered in Beijing, Maxon also has offices in Hong Kong and San Francisco. If you'd like to register so that you'll be notified when the browser is released, you can visit the sign-up site. There's a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website. And you
You can do it either in English or Chinese. Western Digital has introduced several new disk drives in both the Passport and Cloud series. These are the My Passport Wireless Pro Wi-Fi line and the MyCloud Pro series of network-attached storage devices. They're intended primarily for photographers and for others who work in visual media on computers. The new drives use the MyCloud mobile app and a new version of the app will be provided to make them compatible with Adobe Creative Cloud. As noted earlier in today's program, Creative Cloud has made some huge changes in connectivity across all of its applications. Western Digital says the portability, reliability, capacity, speed, and interoperability are crucial for creative professionals. According to Marketing Vice President Sven Rathjen, their livelihoods rely on the strength of the technology they use to store their life's work. Rathjen says that the new drives are designed to fit seamlessly into the user's workflow regardless of where the work occurs. As a result, storage, transfer, backup, editing, and even streaming are readily available. The My Passport Wireless Pro Wi-Fi mobile storage devices let people leave their computers behind on a photo shoot. Using the direct Wi-Fi connection, photographers can automatically back up files from compatible cameras as well as save, edit, and transfer work from up to eight other devices connected to the drive. And there's also a built-in card reader. When the shoot is over and it's time for editing or studio work, the MyCloud Pro Series network-attached storage devices offer up to 32 terabytes of storage. In addition, the MyCloud drives include a hardware-accelerated video processor. Wait a minute. A video processor in a disk drive? Okay, so you're probably looking at me now as if I just sailed over the edge. Well, here's why. The disk drive's transcoding capabilities mean it can accept, edit, store, and stream content to and from popular formats, including 4K video. Yeah, it took me a little while to wrap my mind around that concept, too. My Passport Wireless Pro Wi-Fi drives are available now. They're priced in the mid-$200 range. The MyCloud Pro series of network-attached storage devices is also available right now. Prices there run from $400 to $1,650, depending on capacity. And depending on your capacity, check out Spare Parts, only on the website. Most programs today can create PDF documents, but going the other way can be a problem. An online service plans to change that. Also this week, Verizon looks to improve its location-based technology. Let's figure out what that means in English. The weather company and IBM will soon make highly localized forecasts possible. And the Malwarebytes blog reveals a malicious app that can use your smartphone. Thanks for listening to TechBiter Worldwide the podcast with an hour's worth of technology news in about 20 minutes. I'm Bill Blinn. Be sure to check out the website www.techbiter.com and if you like, send me an email from there. See you next week.